Playing the fastest game in town? Welcome to the Daily Search Cast, featuring Search Engine Land Editor-in-Chief and Search Marketing Expo Chair, Danny Sullivan, keeping you up to speed and ahead of the game on what's happening in the search marketing arena. Each day, join us for a recap of today's happening in your world. The Daily Search Cast makes sense of industry stories and sharing off-the-cuff remarks about what happened and what may come and what may come. Guest hosts give you a closer look and keep things rolling along with questions. So tune in and keep informed on the latest from Google, Yahoo, Microsoft Live, and other search engines. Join us now for this edition of SearchCast. Here's your host. Welcome to SearchCast. I'm Carolyn Shelby. I am one of the hosts of SEO 101, also on Webmaster Radio. Today is Thursday, November 20th, and <laughs> I'm so nervous. I don't know why I'm all for Clemps. Let's welcome Danny Sullivan. <laughs> You're so funny. Carolyn, thank you so much. You've come to our rescue. You totally make me nervous, and I don't even know why. I don't even know why you'd be nervous. You're really silly. Um, I would be more nervous about being on your show. If I well, ever get be on to my be show allowed we'll, to we'll, be on we'll it. Really, you no softball questions there. <laughs> I tease you. Hey, so, no, this is great. We were um, all set to have Todd uh, Friesen was going to do our co-hosting today, and then he's disappeared to goodness knows where. I think he was having cab trouble, and we haven't done a daily search cast for uh, a long time because I was traveling off to ad tech. Webmaster uh, Radio was off to PubCon last week. Uh, for those who didn't make it out to PubCon, uh, we have a recap of all the days. You can catch that out, dailysearchcast.com, find today's episode, and I'll link out to, um, to, the, uh, to the roundup that we ran out on Search Engine Land. So there's like a lot to catch up. I, I hope you can spare like almost an hour if you got it. I got some time. I've already fed the kids, so they should be uh, they should be plenty happy with their pasta and apples and peanut butter. Oh, excellent! I can kind of totally understand that. Um, that would be um, how I would feed them. If I were to feed them in a hurry, <laughs> I'd be like, make, Here, you know, <laughs> you know, they're getting bigger now. I can like send them off. Like, why don't you guys walk over to there and just see if there's food you can purchase? Oh, that works. Anyway, yeah, um, I so, actually popped my head out in the hallway and I said, "Hey." They need an emergency fill-in show host. Can you handle the boy? And my oldest said, yeah, we're going to watch TV. And I'm like, excellent. Shut the door. And uh, bless TV. Uh, bless TV. I've become a big fan of Chowder because that and Total Drama Island seem to be uh, successful ways to entertain them. So, hey. Okay. Chowder, uh, I, mean, I, don't, I don't get Chowder, but Total Drama Island... <laughs> um, has become Total Drama Island. Total Drama Island is like good training for all the reality shows that are going to be forced to, you know, in the future, right? Oh, <laughs> Flapjack or something. <laughs> well, we've, there's just been a ton of stuff going on. Um, I thought we'd start off with uh, Jerry Yang. Uh, he is stepping down. He has been in the CEO post for almost a year over at Yahoo and uh, had a slight flight honeymoon uh, when he took over from Terry Semmel, said, I'm going to make big changes within 100 days, and then we didn't get the, the big changes coming along. Um, you know, Yahoo just kind of floundered along. Um, a lot of people, I think, do feel like there's a lot of value at Yahoo, uh, but he's just sort of been like the lightning rod for them not getting further. Their stock has been down. The Yahoo deal didn't go through. Some people hold him accountable for it. So at this point, I mean, I think he did what he really had to do at this point, which was, okay, we're going to move on. He is still going to be the chief Yahoo, 
um, which means I suppose you'll have Jerry kind of being involved in stuff out there, uh, but you're going to have someone else taking the company forward on the, the main business front. And uh, who that is, we don't know. He's going to be involved in the search process to try to um, figure out who that might be. There's a lot of speculation, and it's all speculation. And you know what? I don't know anything about who's likely to be the next person. I suspect that the people who are speculating are going to be completely surprised, but, but we'll see. We'll see how it all comes together. Can it be together. a Sarah Palin-like announcement? Oh, yeah. Well, that could be interesting, right? Uh, it's probably not going to be um, uh, Mark Cuban, <laughs> given the uh, SEC investigation that's going on. Uh, so I think they were proposing putting him on the board at one point. Uh, there was a group that wanted to have that happen, but... So uh, we don't we don't know what's going to go on there. We're we're all waiting to see. And uh, meanwhile, um, you know, one of the things that I think really brought him down was this whole thing of Google pulling away from the Yahoo deal. They, people wanted him to go off and do this deal with Microsoft. Google kind of came in and saved Yahoo from that fate, saying, you know what, we're going to do this deal, and it's going to guarantee you much more money, and you're going to learn from it, and it's a way for you to stay out there on its own. And the uh, Justice Department basically said, hey, Google, nah, you and Yahoo don't get to get together because you're number one, they're number two. We just think that's not right. So uh, it'll hurt competition. Also, I think there was a very strong argument that um, if the result is that Yahoo and Microsoft get together and they don't successfully merge, that just makes Google stronger. At any rate, Google said, you know, we don't really feel like being sued right now, so uh, they threw Yahoo to the wolves. <laughs> we literally, like, we're, we're, we're not going to do that. So now Yahoo's kind of out there on their own, and that was it. You know, what else you got? The, the kind of, since nobody seems to have faith in Yahoo to just be successful on its own, it's all like you got to do something, you got to merge with something, you got to do something. So maybe they'll do something with AOL. And then. There's Microsoft. It's, you feel like Steve Ballmer's having kind of fun with all this now, right? Because they keep going back to him, what are you going to do, what are you going to do, you're going to still try to buy them. And he's like, no, we're done, we've had it, we've moved on, our, our life is different now, we're, we're all fine without him, we, we, don't, we don't need to be part of it. Uh, and so, um, you know, they asked that again, and he's like, yeah, yeah, we, um, well, we're, we're, we're not interested, we, we don't need to be doing a deal with Mike, uh, Yahoo, thanks very much, or acquiring them all together. Uh, but apparently still might be interested in a search deal. I should hope so, considering that Mike, Yahoo still has twice the search traffic of uh, Yahoo, of Microsoft. So, uh, yeah, a deal that they might do with uh, Yahoo would make a lot of sense. Um, Conversely, uh, a deal where Microsoft gets out of search and lets Yahoo power them could make sense in some regards as well, but I would be the contrarian on that. Yeah, sometimes things that make a lot of sense don't, don't do well when there's a lot of ego involved, and this is starting to sound a lot like uh, some bizarre soap opera love triangle thing. It's really weird. I mean, you know, in the one sense, they saved a lot of money by not um, going through with the bid, as many people are saying. And some people will get to feel like they've even engineered this to cause Yahoo's stock to go so far down that they get what they want anyway. Um, I still kind of feel like if you're in a death match with Google, which Microsoft has been in for five very, very long Internet years, uh, they're going to probably not be able to acquire the Microsoft search business for another six months, if, if that. Um, unless something goes through much faster. And, um, you know, maybe a year, I don't think they've got that time to be spending. Um, it may very well have been that if they were serious about it. I mean, they've 
come on. They've, like, dicked around with search for, like, five years. Well, we're going to start over. We're going to build it from scratch. We're not going to acquire Ask. We're not going to acquire Yahoo. It's funny because people are poking at Jerry Yang or poking at Yahoo saying, you guys could have bought Google for an extra couple billion. It's like the same thing was, you know, acute over at Microsoft. But anyway, they're, uh, so, yeah, we had this one story that came out saying that Microsoft doubled the amount of money they were spending on lobbying. Like, last year they spent um, about uh, $14 million dollars. Uh, and then in 2008, they've already spent $25 million doing uh, lobbying in, Wa- in Washington, D.C. And the idea is, hey, we're spending a couple million, and we're saving maybe billions off of what we're going to get. Um, I think more interesting, though, is this strategy, um, this strategy now where they really do seem to kind of have thought, let's move on. And one of the things that some of the people were saying was, um, do you really need to spend $45 billion to acquire Yahoo? Can't you just um, uh, hire all the employees? And one of the hires that they've just gotten is uh, Sean Suchter, who's a, a key search person over at Yahoo, who's uh, heading over to Microsoft now. Uh, and that, you know, apparently that's been kind of demoralizing to the people that were still there at Yahoo. So it may be that Microsoft will win by sucking in over all the uh, search people. You know, we'll just acquire all the talent, which is one of the things that they said that they had really wanted. But that doesn't necessarily mean they're still going to get the traffic. I, I think that they're going to find that they may still have all this great search stuff that's out there, but people still aren't going to be turning to them. In fact, people may still continue to go to Yahoo just because there's a lot of habit and a lot of momentum with Yahoo as well. So, uh, But we'll see. we'll see what happens with that. Um, one of well, the things yeah, that they're doing... Their problem isn't necessarily the, the technology. Their problem is, is branding. Yeah. And, you know, interesting, they rolled out um, this whole new live spaces, live... They, they rolled out a whole bunch of new stuff under the live brand, which pretty much says that, okay, I guess we're sticking with live. And it's like, really, you're sticking with live? It means nothing. It's got nothing to it. And you're going to put more into it. This is, this is one of the things that I find really frustrating with them. You're like, you're saying all this stuff, and you're saying you're going at it, and you're going up against Google, which has a search brand bar none that's out there, and you're going up against them with live. It's like going up against Coca-Cola with a new drink called, I don't want to say poo, but, you know, a new drink, drink, new blah. You know, come well, at least so give me something things, catchy so to hang on to, I mean, right? I don't know. Regis and Kelly. Call it if you can Google. put it after Regis and Kelly and have it still make sense, that's not something you want to call your search engine. Yeah. So, anyway, one of the things that they are doing is that they, um, they, they are, as part of their strategy, trying to build up distribution. They just cut a deal with uh, Sun so that if you are downloading uh, Java, you are going to be getting the MSN toolbar which will then, uh, and also will, for Internet Explorer, and also try to change your search settings. This was apparently a deal that Google had had before. Um, and then Sun had a deal with Google where they were distributing open office, but now Google has its own office thing. So it's like, this is really weird stuff going on where I think Sun and Microsoft had been in a lawsuit against each other, and now they're partnering with each other. And to some degree, people feel like they're partnering against Google. Um, and this could be a very big win for Microsoft. There's like, you know, millions of computers out there that are running Java. So every time you install it or upgrade, it's going to be going, hey, why don't you use uh, our thing for Microsoft? But I don't think it's necessarily going to be this, you know, again, a killer punch, because I think you still have a lot of people who go, 
okay, I just installed this thing. Now I need to go do a search. Now I'm using my little search box or whatever. I'm pushing my button. They're like, what? what? What's this? Where's Google? I'm going back to, you know, they're going to, they type in, they go back to Google. When they get to Google, this thing comes up saying, hey, uh, we noticed that something freaky weird happened to your computer. Why don't you click here and we'll make it all better for you. And then they click it. So maybe, maybe it'll, it'll be a big change. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. And then they're distributing the MSN toolbar. It's like, wh- why is it the MSN toolbar? I thought it was live that you were all about. What's MSN got to do with everything? It, it makes my head hurt. It's like they have an identity crisis. Yeah. Or maybe multiple personalities. I was just going to say, maybe they're schizophrenic. Maybe, they, maybe Microsoft is maybe really they don't know on the web. That could be it. Maybe that's their strategy. They can please everybody with different things. Well, now, one of the, uh, one of the, and I, by the way, I should say, we're doing a lot of business stuff here, and I apologize for that, but actually there's a lot of business stuff going on here. Uh, there's a lot of important moves that are going on and possibly reshaping the industry. So oh, we'll, we'll get to some actual product stuff that's out there in a bit. But I thought we'd wrap up a bit more of the business stuff that's out there. Um, Yahoo, AOL, they may still be talking, so we'll hang in there. We'll, we'll, we'll see what goes on and how that, how that may happen and all that all comes together. Um, we've got uh, Microsoft, and one of the things they did when they were speaking at a PubCon is they talked about how great this cashback service is. This is part of their strategy of we'll, we'll get people to go and um, you know search with us. We're going to give them just you know pure hard cash, give you cold money, right? So they they came out and it was great because I did a call with them. And they're like, okay, here are some new figures. Here here's how great cashback and they're saying stuff like twelve um, percent of all commercial online transactions to websites in the second quarter of two thousand eight in a study um, came from Microsoft. Twelve percent. Right, I think we need this figure out there, and you're and I was like, okay, that's nice. What what percentage of commercial online traction transactions were going to these websites before you did cashback? Oh, we haven't measured that. It's like, for all I know, you were sending 16 percent of the commercial online transactions to the website, and cashback's a terrible failure. It, it like means nothing. It was like, here are some numbers. Oh, those are numbers. Okay, okay, you're doing great. I mean, the best you can do with this number is say that in general, Microsoft has like a 12%, uh, 10% share of search, and that if they have a 12% share of the online transactions, then maybe they're hitting just slightly above their, um, their punch when it comes to the online transactions, because they're really after um, trying to get the consumer searchers that are out there. Then they also said um, that, uh, let's see, oh, 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 what was it? that 13% of total U.S. online spending in key retail categories is hitting live search. And again, it's like, okay, well, what percentage did you have before that? Uh, we didn't benchmark that. Okay, so I don't know what cashback's doing for you. Uh, and lastly, they said that um, um, merchants, they had like eBay saying, oh, our ROI is way up and it's great and we're going to spend a lot more. And I'm like thinking... Yeah, I should hope that your ROI is up because, first of all, you're, you're running ads on a site where people are really super ready to buy because they're getting rebates. Secondly, you're not even paying for the ads. I mean, my ROI would be pretty good if I didn't have to pay for my advertising, right? Because you're getting the well, money yeah. back from, Yahoo, from Microsoft so that you can give it out as a rebate. So that's, that's pretty good. Um, I don't know. I, 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 I looked at it, and I like the people at Microsoft, but I just kind of felt like, 
you're just throwing out a bunch of numbers here to like throw out some numbers so that maybe a bunch of people will say, oh, well, here's some numbers you must be doing right. Um, I'm still very much kind of thinking I need to see some share increase. I need to see some harder numbers or numbers over a longer time before I'm going to go, woo, cash back, woo, you rock. Uh, although, to be fair, they were saying now, like, we're, you know, it's a long-term vision and we're not expecting immediate gains. and It's all part of the build, the thingy, thingy, thingy. Hey, hey, Carolyn. It's still kind of odd that they wouldn't they wouldn't have benchmarked things, you know, set a baseline to compare things to. That seems sort of basic. Well, yeah, you you know, unless of course they do have a benchmark and they don't want to tell you what it is. <laughs> I'm not saying they're doing that. <laughs> no, we we, we wouldn't hey. want to say that's what they're doing, would we? No, we wouldn't. We wouldn't want to do that. Are you a you know a Price is Right fan? I honestly haven't really watched the Price is Right since Price is Right since I was like in grade school and sick at home and that's, had nothing else. Right, exactly. <laughs> Isn't that where we all watched it? Right, you're sick, you're at home, you had like two, three hours of or whatever. And I'm not watching it all the time, but I have the fond fan memories of it. And of course, to me, one of the biggest things was that just always get you excited, no matter how sick you were with the flu, was when that door would open and go, you can win a new car, right? Absolutely. You want, you want the new car. I want the new car. So um, uh, Microsoft's giving away cars now to get you the search. <laughs> if... Oh, You're, damn, I got a quick search engine. Hold on. Canada. Uh, so they got this thing called Big Ticket Search, and you can go out there and search, and when you search, you get these two tickets, and if the tickets match, uh, you could win, say, a 2009 Mitsubishi Lancer S. Uh, I don't know. I get the feeling just from the name of it that it, it probably uses a lot of gas. But then maybe you could win the $10,000 in cold, hard cash. Uh, and it goes all the way down to Ticketmaster gift cards. They're giving away 947 of those. So uh, I'm 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 packing up the truck and moving to Kennedy. Gonna win me a Mitsubishi Lancer SE. Full. I, I don't know. You had me until you told me it was a Mitsubishi Lancer. I they give those away in like Cracker Jack boxes. So. <laughs> No, if it was like an M3 uh, or something, I would be all over that. I'd be using live search day in and day out, but I don't know, not for a Mitsubishi. What, what does it need to be to get you to, to search that? Uh, what kind of car? A BMW M3. Ah, okay. All right. Well, we'll pass that along. Maybe they'll make that happen. We'll, we'll, well please see. do. Thank you. So um, well, let's can take a little break. My house and we'll then come I'll, back, yeah. do a little bit more business stuff, and then talk about some new products and stuff that's on out there that got along. Stay tuned for more of the Daily Searchcast after this quick timeout. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan from the Daily Searchcast. You know, we love bringing you the news every day, and that's made possible by the sponsorship of BruceClay.com. They've just made Inc. Magazine's list of the fastest-growing private businesses. They've exhibited and sponsored at my conferences from the very beginning. Bruce has got that long-standing search engine relationship chart. had been out there with the code of ethics, been a search engine expert in the field for ages. But did you know that Bruce Clay can do more than help you with just SEO? They can do PPC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding. Everything you need for success in the online marketplace, you can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years, offices worldwide, they've got answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Bruce Clay Incorporated. Now, back to the Daily Searchcast, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's your host. 
Welcome back to the Searchcast. I'm Carolyn Shelby, the co-host of SEO 101 here on Webmaster Radio. Today is Thursday, November 20th, and welcome back to Danny Sullivan. Hey. Yay. So we got more, more, more things. Got lots more news going on out there. Um, there's a whole battle going on with our phones now. People are trying to become the defaults. It's just like, you know, they want to be the default in Java, they want to be the default this, default that. Uh, so they're trying to be the default on our phones. Uh, Yahoo has won a deal with T-Mobile so that they will be, sorry, just other phones are ringing. I don't even know why. I don't know how to make it even go away and stop making noises. Oh, there you go. Um, so they've got, um, <laughs> sorry, I... I hope you can't hear that. I can hear it downstairs going off, and it's doing this caller ID thing where it talks. It's weird to have my. You can hear it a little, but that's okay. Um, Anyway, so they're going to be the default search engine on Web uh, T-Mobile's new Web to Go portal, Uh, and that sounds really like exciting in some ways. uh, In other ways, not so much because I think that's more of like when you're using one of those phones that you can't really go anywhere or if you're just too stupid to figure out how to use your web browser if you have that phone. But anyway, they've, they've got a deal there. You know that T-Mobile is the Google Android partner, so it's not like they're default on all the phones that are out there. Uh, it's just that they'll be the default on a lot of the phones that um, they are providing, or you'll, they'll be something that will guide you out to it. So there's a, there's a win for Yahoo in that. Uh, meanwhile, uh, apparently, Microsoft is really fighting and duking it out to try to get Verizon to be their, let them be their default search provider, um, so that they could pick up some of the traffic for people searching on those kinds of phones that, uh, that Verizon is providing. Uh, and you know, Google, of course, is sitting over there with the iPhone rocking along. They've got the partnership with their Android phone. And I still think, and every time we've had a survey, most people who actually search on their phones are using Google. And I think that's going to be the same situation where people are going to be like, I need to, to search for something, and I'm going to go to where I want to go regardless of what my provider is trying to send me off. And I get irritated by the way. Tell me if you get irritated about this too. I'm just really, really, really getting angry now that we have all these deals being cut where these companies get to make money by forcing us to go into things that we don't necessarily want to go to. It's not like T-Mobile is cutting a deal with Yahoo because they think, oh, Yahoo, you're so great, or that Verizon is going to do it because Verizon thinks, oh, we're so great, or that Dell is making us use Google because, oh, Google, you're so great. It's like they're all making money off of this. And if you're going to make money off of it, if that's going to be your model to like sell us out, then give me the damn phone for free, okay? And, you know... Or, or give me a free phone where I can't change anything for, for free. And if I want to have my own option where I'm actually paying you, you know, a couple hundred bucks for the phone, a hundred bucks a month for my service, just, just leave me alone. I agree with you 100%. However, I think you tremendously underestimate the number of people that are too dumb to change the, the settings on their phone and are just going to blindly pay the money for the phone and then pay the money for all the service and then use whatever search engine they tell them to, to use and oh, allow the phone company no, I'm to totally, continue. I'm totally you know, with you on that, except you know. that I think that those people are also tending to use dumb phones, right? I think that if you're using, like, an iPhone where you actually have a web browser, you then, I think, even the stupidest of people will figure out a way to get to Google, Right, because I think they're just going to go. Oh, I want to use Google. I need to do a search, so I got a web browser. If they if they're smart enough to know how to use a web browser on their phone, then they're going to make that change. I think it tends to be more for the people who you know 
you're using your sidekick or something like that. You can't barely change things or whatever. But, you know, uh, there's definitely gains in, that, in going after the default things that are out there. Who knows? Maybe it'll be a, a Are, are you change. mocking those of us that are too stupid to use our phones, right? You're not too stupid to use your phone. I know better than that. What's your phone? What I, can't you work, I can't work my phone to save my life. It's, um, I have a, let me pull it out of my pocket here. I have a Sprint Sanyo Katana DX. And I don't even oh know God, all the stuff it like does. From like I can barely make the damn alarm clock shut off. You need a better phone. I know. Why don't you just go get the iPhone? Go for it. All business expenses now. Don't mock those of us that are too stupid to use our phones. Because I'm wonderful. Yeah, I'm. I'm not. I shouldn't say that. And I, I don't mock. I don't mean to be mocking people for that. Maybe I shouldn't just say too stupid. For the phones <laughs> that make it hard. Phones make it really hard. They do make it hard. Too. It doesn't help when your provider is purposely making it hard either, right? Well, no, that's definitely true. And, you know, I, th- I think you definitely have a point that if they're going to be making that much money on, on stuff that they're forcing us to do anyway, they should be decent and give us the, the stupid phone for free because it's not like the phones don't break every five seconds or get lost or get dropped in water. I can't tell you how many phones we had to replace um, at the last job I was at because the guys kept dropping their, their phones and their pagers in the toilet for some reason. I think they were doing that on purpose, I, so. I could anyway, the reason. I digress. It's just disgusting. And can I just say, <laughs> if you're standing at the urinal, don't keep talking on your phone, dude. You know, ew, ew. your hands should be busy with other things. That's just just not on. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I didn't uh, even ask how they did it. I just kind of went, okay, yeah. like, oh, I got it. I'm like, I don't want to touch it. Just put it yeah, in a baggie and send it and over and there and send it um, to get it replaced. <laughs> Anyways, speaking of phones, Google has gotten quite a bit of attention because they've rolled out this Google uh, voice recognition app. So if you're using an iPhone and uh, you have this thing, now you can just talk to your iPhone. You can say uh, what you're searching for. It'll say, working, and then it'll go out and bring you back the search results. <laughs> Microsoft has had this in their uh, Microsoft Map uh, Live Search Windows Maps mobile thing, whatever they call it these days. They've had something like this for like a year, and it works pretty well. Uh, but nobody knows about it, and of course nobody cares because um, it's Windows Mobile, and you know nobody cares. It's kind of sad. That is actually really sad. Yeah. It's Although I think the Google's is probably a little more powerful. You can do it for web search and other things, and I think it'll read stuff back to you too. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I think it does the reading back. So, uh, meanwhile, Yahoo has brought out uh, Glue Pages. Sounds very exciting, doesn't it? These are pages where you do a search, and they mix together search results from all different types of places. Uh, so, for example, if you do a search for diabetes, which is the example everybody's using at the moment, uh, here we get some news results from Yahoo News. Here we get some sponsored links, of course. Here's some WebMD stuff, things from drugs.com. I love this. Here's some stuff from Google Blog Search. We couldn't give you stuff from Yahoo Blog Search because they killed Yahoo Blog Search like a year ago. So, woo! Uh, how stuff works. Here's some stuff from Answers. It's like just a whole bunch of search results thrown up onto a page. Me makes me want to puke. Uh, I just sort of like, why am I getting all this stuff? And what's the option here? And why, you know, what's this coming along? And then you can't just search for whatever you want, right? If I come along here and I go, well, tell me Yahoo Glue. What do you got for meta tags? Uh, they go, oh, we don't have anything for like that. Whereas if I go over to, say, something like Google's old search mash service, remember they did that little experimental thing? Oh, yeah. look. 
Oh, searchmash.com has gone the way of the dinosaur. Oh, that's 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 sad. That's awful. That. Did they announce that, or did it just quietly no, go off in the night? I just discovered it. I, I have to do a quick Twitter now. Says, oh, gone the way of the dinosaur. Let's just do. What's that supposed to mean? What's going on there? Why are they doing that? Gone the way of the dinosaur. There. Go twit, folks. Uh, so anyway, there are other things you can do this to put this sort of stuff together. Cosmics is one example uh, that does that, uh, where you can blend these things together. I don't know. Maybe everybody get excited. Maybe that'll revitalize Yahoo and wonderful. This one isn't isn't throwing me that much. Uh, and then Google, they've got this whole new thing that's that they've got going on out there, right? Uh, which is this whole search wiki thing. So now, when you're searching, if you're logged into Google. You can totally change the search results, or you're going to be able to do that shortly, like like any second as soon as they get the uh, the whole thing working. So let me just check and see if it's working. I'm time in Google right now. I'm going to do a search for seashells. See what I get here. Oh, it's live! It's live! So here I, I did a search for just um, seashell, right? You know your handle there, and you're at the top yeah. of the page. And then uh, I look down here, and then there's MySpace. It says Tom mistaken for internet pervert. Um, I don't know what's going on with yeah, Tom. That's my um, site too. Okay, but and then your Twitter account is at number two, and there's a little arrow. So I'm going to click on the arrow, and that um, lets me move it up to the top of the page. And then I can move it down, or actually, I should be able to just. I thought I should be able to pick it up and move you. Um, really, I can't just move it to where exactly where I want. That's annoying. I don't see oh, arrows. Where do you see arrows at? You got to be logged in. Got to be logged in. I am. I'm looking at it. I'm logged in. Uh, you're logged in, then you might not be able to see it just now. Uh, you're logged into Google, right? Uh huh. And I can leave little notes here. Why I'm talking? Uh, talking to. I'm typing a little note under your description now, her right now, and I can leave a little note. And I made a little public comment to you, and there's a little comment that says it's from me why I'm talking to her right now. And so if other people are searching, um, they potentially can see these results. Now, so what happens? So here's the thing. You can come in and um, you, can, you can come in, you can make these changes, and you can see that you've moved the order around. You can make yourself number one if you want to. Uh, what you cannot do is actually change the results that everybody will see. Okay, you know, this only for you. So don't get too, you know, all excited, those of you that are listening. But you can build up a little oh. bit of a bunch of notes that are related to the different things that you're searching for. And there's ability for people to see all the notes that are associated with a particular listing. And that's going to be interesting to see how um, everybody's noting stuff about a particular result. Uh, and, you know, come on, I think Google is going to monitor these, these changes. And if they see a lot of people reordering the results, they might take that into account. So this is a pretty big deal. Um, it's going to be a lot of people playing with it and going at it and just kind of probably freaking out about it a bit more as we come along. Um, so, yeah, kind of cool. It's kind of cool. I'm going to have to play with it. Yeah, but you can't see it yet? I don't see arrows. I see the note, this thing, but and I see the little oh, gauge oh, thing that shows oh, you are seeing the electric so traffic. Other people should be seeing it as well. So let's, let's go back. I have uh, on my we'll Firefox. Maybe I should look at this in a different no? browser. Hang on here. I'm Different browser, different browser. All right. Which browser so should I look at? I do this for you. see the thing that says note this, right? Do you see next to the yeah. title of the listing, do you see like little arrows up and down? 
Uh-uh. No? You get to see something special because you're Danny Sullivan. Yeah, maybe. Maybe not. I don't always get to see that sort of stuff. But I, yeah, I'm looking, I just looked at it in Chrome, and I looked at it in Firefox, and I'd check it in IE, but then I'd have to open IE, and I don't want to do that, so... No, no, you shouldn't. I'm, I'm looking at it. I'm looking at it in uh, Firefox, so... Well, anyway, I, it, I can see it. I think it's going to be rolled out. Um, I think that you'll see it come. You know, the, the, it's, it's, it's going to take some time to roll out to people, but now that I can see it, and they really hadn't done anything special for me, so more people should be seeing it as well. So this is going to be interesting to see how people play with it, what goes on with it. Uh, stay tuned, folks. Uh, meanwhile, this is kind of business-like again, but this is really interesting. Uh, Google is sending out signals that, you know, the whole 20%, you can just do whatever you want, build your uh, Lego popsicle sticks and have some fun with it, blah, blah, blah. That's all kind of coming to an end. They've got the director of their creative lab in New York who is uh, trying to get people to uh, maybe – I love this. Um, what typically happens is just a load of engineers producing a load of things and refining it until it finds an audience. But he doesn't say, or not finding an audience. What Smith wants to see is for Google to look at audiences and understand audiences and say, perhaps there's a need over here. Let's meet that need. <laughs> you know, how most companies work. So Google's coming under like belt tightening time, and now it's sort of like, you know, it's not like they're in trouble in the sense that they're going to go out of business. But, you know, their stock is about half at the price it was before. Their revenue growth is not as strong as it was in, past, in the past, although they're making tons of money. Oh, my God, they're like at $260. That is so, oh, wow. Wow. Maybe I should go buy some. That is a, like a long time. you think they bottomed out? Do you think they're going to go back up? Low. They were this low at, gosh, 200 I don't think they've been that low since... Um, how do I tell what the price is for a particular point on Google's thingy? This is annoying. Oh, here we are. Here we got it there. I figured it out now. 482, 2339, 296, 300, 296, 2. Hang in there, folks. I'm just kind of curious because they're 259. They haven't been this low since uh, May 27th. June third, two thousand five. That's a long time. That's, That's my birthday. Jump. Is it? Happy birthday! Yeah, June June third is my birthday. So, wow. So my birthday awesome. was in two thousand five. Was the last time their stock was as low. I'll have to sing to you for um, if you're out at advanced because I think we're running on that day. I know this, this will be like the third year in a row that advanced has been on my birthday. Well, uh, I think that's we've picked a good day for it. Good, good I think we should bring cake. Gosh, I got. I have to Twitter this too. Uh, wow, Goog at lowest point since. What did we say? It was 2005. June. Yeah, June 3rd, 2005. 2005. 259 per share. Okay, I just got a note that I'm supposed to hop into the chat, so I'm. Oh, oh yeah, we're, we're, we're all going along there. Not so anyways, uh, one of the other things that's been being said is that, and as always, by the way, uh, dailysearchcast.com, find today's episode, links to all the articles we're talking about. Can, you can find them out there. Uh, one of the things that's uh, being said is that there's an unofficial hiring freeze going on. 
uh, that it's not that they're a freeze on hiring, but several executives have said that, yeah, don't make any new hires and, and just fill all the vacancies with the internal people. So they do think it's a hiring freeze. And then uh, we mentioned that their stock is, is kind of down. Uh, part of it is also that they're not necessarily laying off people, but there's the idea that um, some of the people who... Um, some of the people who aren't sort of performing are going to be going away, like if you're not producing things. And then, quite dramatic, they killed Lively, uh, which was that stupid virtual world thing that they rolled out. Like, everybody's like, what are you doing here? Why are you rolling this thing out in the first place? What are you, what are you trying to do? And then now they've already killed it. It's been like within months since they launched out there. They don't think it's going to pay off, and they're trying to focus on things that, you know, pay off. So, Lively's going away. Uh, they've been I never even actually looked at it. Experiment. So, I guess I won't miss it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, oh well, bye, Lively. See ya. Wouldn't want to be ya. All right. Uh, <laughs> then, there, we, we move off into ads. And Google, they're going nuts. Um, I did this thing for uh, Ad Age. I talked about them taking a drill, baby, drill approach when it comes to ads. And what I was trying to say is that, you know, Google has, if you will, ad reservoirs they've never touched. They don't even have to go offshore to tap into the ads. They just have fields that they've not even, not even drilled into to, um, you know, put new ads on. And, and now they're, they're, they're drilling like mad. And one example of this is that they have now put ads in Google Finance. So Google Finance had no ads, and now it does. You go over there, and there's stuff that's out on the front page, um, and you can, uh, I don't know, see ads that are out there. Google News, which has not had ads, is getting them for a beta test group of people, and more people will be coming along. So if you're you know, doing a search for, let's say, Google, and then you click over to look at the news search results, um, you know, because they show something like uh, some news search results that are going on there. Uh, actually, let me do a search for Obama for a second. Because there should be some news about Obama, right? Oh, inauguration foam hands. Just what I need. It's just a little ad I'm seeing there. It's got a financial advisor. So if I click over to the news search results from web search results, I'm not getting those. But you'll be getting like AdWord results that will be showing up alongside. So, yeah, the ads, they're coming. And they've also done, one of the other things they also did was that they've, on, on YouTube, rolled out sponsored videos. So that if you decide you want to have your video showing up on the right-hand side of the page above everybody else's video or, you know, where people can see it, you can, can buy that as an ad. And this is on top of the fact that they rolled out um, ads in Google uh, Images and that they put AdSense ads underneath their maps recently. Oh, and they are, like, letting you be now running ads for beer because everybody loves beer, except I don't like beer. But, you know, still, some people like beer. It makes you a jolly good searcher. And then they're also in the U.K. decided, you know what? Gambling ads, we'll allow those in the U.K. It's like, it's like, hey, just get the ads everywhere. Bring in the money. So, yeah. Do you ever think that, you know, their do-no-evil thing is going to be kind of hard to keep up with when they're turning into greedy, evil capitalistics? Well, it's interesting you should say that because one of the things that came up today on the New York Times was, was this article where there was this debate that was done on uh, 
whether or not Google has violated his unofficial mo- mantra and you know the thing that was out there. And this was interesting. Before this debate happened, 20% of the audience said that they did violate it, 31% no, and the rest were undecided. After the debate, 47% said yes. Like, you know, a big chunk of them went over to the... Uh, to the to the yes side, forty seven percent no. So they're like evenly divided, and the debate is really interesting. Uh, it's in, a little absurd in some ways too, but interesting. Um, oh oh, I lost my chat room, so I can't drop the uh, notes in there. Hang on there, see if I can get back in. Um, so they did this debate, and um, you've got this person from University of Virginia who is saying that Google is guilty of uh, the seven deadly sins. Um, of which I can't remember, but he lists them here, fortunately for us. Uh, extravagance, that the people who work to get massages. So that's, this is a condensed version of the argument. It's like, oh, wow, really? That's, that's going to be one of your arguments, but okay. Um, gluttony, they can eat all day no matter what they want. There's so much food you need, never say no. That's the definition of gluttony. Well, no, I, I think gluttony is that you're actually eating, not that there's plenty of food around. I mean... I could eat all day if I wanted to also, right? You could probably eat all day if you wanted to. Well, yeah. We I mean, have... I wouldn't. Yeah. I'd be 400 pounds in like two minutes, but... Yeah. So let's you know, call it gluttony. Um, then, but then you get some... Um, then you get some that, that start feeling like they're hitting more of the mark. Uh, greed. He says, well, the Google Yahoo deal was uh, one of the many examples of Google overreaching the corner of market or to undermine a market to maximize its returns. I don't think Google saw it that way. I think Google actually saw it like this is a way for us to, you know, protect a good competitor, Yahoo, that we actually respect versus a bad competitor, Microsoft, which they see as just evil, right? Microsoft is just evil. You know, we've, we've got to go out there and fight the forces of darkness. And the forces of darkness, they're, they're called MS darkness or MS live search darkness. I don't know. Uh, so they say sloth. Uh, Google's model of advertising is free riding. They make money off our work. We blog. We put our cats on skateboards. We record them for videos. We do all this work. Google harvests our work, runs this content through his computer, spits it back at us with no value added. Um, that's true. But then again, like a lot of people get lots of free traffic from Google. I mean, like a lot of free traffic, right? Like people are making thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars off of Google without paying them a penny either. That's or true. Would you disagree? Yeah, you know. But they shouldn't, that, in, in that regard, people shouldn't be building their business models solely on, you know, search traffic. Oh, absolutely, they shouldn't. But regardless, they're still getting all this traffic. So you're kind of like thinking, they're, yeah, they are making money off the work off the Internet, but they're also giving back a lot of traffic to people as well. But that leads to wrath which is that there are hundreds of small companies all around America that have found their Google ranks decline significantly because they've tried to optimize their results. They were just doing what a company should do, trying to get more attention for themselves. And Google's algorithms, its faceless, soulless algorithm, came at them with wrath. Um, well, this was a condensed thing because I don't think it's quite as simple as that, right? Uh, it's not like the minute you optimize your results, suddenly you get banned on Google. And I would say that there, if there are hundreds of small companies that have found their ranks declined, there are thousands of small companies that still get plenty of traffic. But, you know, you still feel, you know, people have had that, that situation, right? Yeah. I, 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 have, I have feelings about this, but it would take hours to adequately all of my... Give us a condensed version of your feeling. Well, no, I, I just I, I have some issues with perhaps the um, 
the the enforcement application when it comes to, you know, oh, you violated our rules, here, let me slap you, but, man, if you're a big company, then it's okay. So, in, uh, in, yeah. My, yeah, in my view, that that's a little on the evil side because it's, well, I'm going to pick on you because I can, and I'm not going to pick on him because I make a lot of money off of him, even though he's doing the exact same thing you're doing, if not worse. But I'm still going to pick yeah. on you because, well, i got to pick on somebody, and, you know, I... I know what you're saying, and that's an excellent point. Yeah, see, it, may, it the, makes me a little tense. And, and, uh. would, the, would the you have been doing that debate? Um, other things they said, uh, Envy, they're trying to push their suite of services to direct complete, compete with Microsoft Office. Uh, they're going after eBay, Amazon, other people. Yeah, I mean, I suppose. I don't know if that makes them evil, which is much as a competitor, but, you know. Um, or and then uh, Uber is the pride that they're trying to organize the world's information universally accessible. Who could be more prideful than that? Uh, and then you had Jeff Jarvis who was um, saying that uh, Google had eight virtues. Uh, they've opened up the world's knowledge. Uh, they respect the wisdom of the crowd. It learns what it learns because it trusts us, uh, kind of. Uh, it takes the wisdom of the crowd and gives it back to us. Um, it gives us like Google flu trends. That's our knowledge, not Google's. Yeah, I suppose. It connects people um, because we've searched for old girlfriends or boyfriends. Uh, okay. Uh, it's a platform that allows us to create, that gives us tools to create. Yeah, I can roll with that. It does have ads. Um, we can start our whole business with Google and create movements with it. Yeah, I can roll with that. They're trying to solve the problem of energy and global warming, so that's nice. Uh, and they have a new model on how to treat employees. So uh, anyways, there's the debate, but yeah, the whole Google, are they evil, not evil, that kind of stuff, still going, still some things. But but back to practicalities, Google AdWords, new user interface. Some people, you might be seeing it out there. If you can't see it, uh, dailysearchcast.com, find today's episode, or go to searchengineland.com, and uh, there's an article that we have up that has uh, screenshots from it. It looks a little cleaner. It looks a little easier. I always, whenever I have to go into AdWords, and it's not often, but I'd go in there, I'd be like, what? Where is this at? What's that? Where do I find this? It was all very confusing. So I'm, glad to kind of I'm not a big PPC yet. person, so fortunately I don't have to look at AdWords a whole lot. Yeah. They also rolled out this tool that lets you um, enter a, uh, uh, a URL, a website, and then you can have it come back and suggest some terms. Um, I don't think this tool is quite understood as well as some people think. It, it, it What it's doing is... It, some people suggest it's a competitive analysis tool. I don't think it's actually doing that. I think what the tool is doing is looking at the words on the pages you've written and then going through and trying to analyze um, what words it thinks are related to your pages, which is cool because it may suggest terms that you're not including that you should be thinking about, both for organic and paid. But I don't think it's like I can point it at a competitor's website and say, now show me what search terms that site's getting. And I don't think it's doing that sort of thing. Uh, Yahoo, not, it does sound useful. Um, I mean, I'd, I'd actually uh, use that. Go ahead, sorry, I have to make a note to go check the check the website and <laughs> get that link. Yeah. Yahoo's boss service. This is the uh, build your own search service service. <laughs> boss boss. Uh, they've added a new thing for their API that has a key terms feature, which means that you can, um, for any uh, website, have it automatically pull out what it considers to be key terms that you can then use for your own little search engine that you're building if you're one of the. Uh, two people that seem to be actually using Yahoo Boss. Uh, it sounds mean, but 
you, I just haven't seen a whole lot of people using it. But then I'm feeling kind of grumpy anyway because Microsoft rolled out their new API, which they call Silk Road. And they're all excited because it's going to let you have ads and let you get all this kind of data that you can access, and it's going to change the world. And I was like, okay, Yahoo already told us that about Boss like four months ago. Why is your thing going to be any better? And they were like, because we're Microsoft. And then they're like, well, because we have developers. And I'm like, yeah, you got developers who build software, but not necessarily search tools. But all right. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. But there's a new API that's out there that's uh, more robust, can let you do more things. Uh, there's no limits on it. Uh, you know, so you can use it. I suppose the main reason to perhaps use it is because you feel like Microsoft is more likely to be around longer than Yahoo at this point. But, you know, or you're going to get owned by them. So we'll see what happens. Uh, let us, let us, let us win a new car. Let's take a break. And we come back, we will do a couple last things. And then we will, um, we'll, we'll wrap up the show. That sound good? You can go see your children. I'll go see my children. And uh, uh, the day will continue onward. Sounds like a plan. Stay tuned for more of the Daily Search Cast after this quick timeout. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan from the Daily Searchcast. You know, we love bringing you the news every day, and that's made possible by the sponsorship of BruceClay.com. They've just made Inc. Magazine's list of the fastest-growing private businesses. They've exhibited and sponsored at my conferences from the very beginning. Bruce has got that long-standing search engine relationship chart, had been out there with the code of ethics, been a search engine expert in the field for ages. But did you know that Bruce Clay can do more than help you with just SEO? They can do PPC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding. Everything you need for success in the online marketplace, you can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years, offices worldwide, they've got answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Bruce Clay Incorporated. Now, back to the Daily Searchcast, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's your host. Welcome back to the Searchcast. I'm Carolyn Shelby. I'm the host of SEO 101, also here on Webmaster Radio. Today is Thursday, November 20th, and we are now back for the third and final segment of the search cast and welcome back also to Danny Sullivan. Hey. So hey, we need like a little applause sound effect or something. <laughs> Thank you. Oh my god, I ask and I receive. It's like magic. This is great. We should see what else we can get. We and we could we need a drum roll. And we could totally use a car revving in the engine. Oh a car and revving in and how about laughter? <laughs> oh, we need a laugh track, too. I'll look forward to see what things we have as we come along. We do need a laugh track. Uh, Google um, announced that they've increased their site search tool so that if somebody <laughs> Google... <laughs> yeah, it's funny. <laughs> so... Um, there, the, uh, we're going to need a guy falling down, so kind of falling down noise in a minute, and I'll cue when you get to that. So Google's upgraded their site search tool that allows you to, um, you know, you can make your site searchable on Google, and then people will be like, but hey, you haven't crawled my site recently. So now you can, uh, you can do this thing called on-demand indexing, which when you push a button, uh, they'll automatically spider your pages. But that does not mean your pages get into the regular web search index, so I don't think that'll happen. But you know what? I bet it will down the line. So you just do site search. Totally bet it will do that down the line. Uh, meanwhile, uh, getting ready to queue, uh, Yahoo had a site search feature, and uh, it'll all be gone now. Oops. 
Yeah. Uh, they closed it down uh, September 30th. Uh, and they say that they've done that because uh, Search Builder and Search Monkey do all these other things. Uh, yeah, they do. So most of the functionality is available through these two other services where if you're like a programmer, you know how to use them. But if you're just like Joe Ordinary, six-pack plumber, webmaster person, uh, you, you, the, the site search feature was actually pretty easy to use with Yahoo, and, and now it ain't. So I don't know. I guess you can go over there and use Google's thing. Uh, I, I don't know what sound effect you I use for a bunch of images. And it like doubled my, my AdSense welfare check. Did it? Oh, I should totally go mm-hmm. with that. Oh, those were, that was a good sound effect for images. Uh, Time Life magazine, uh, they are now partnered up with Google. They're publishing 10 million unpublished images out on Google. Google is actually hosting these images. So you can go over there and you can see like Queen Victoria, or you can see like uh, some astronaut people, uh, and you can get all these photos that are out there that are being mixed into Google Images. Uh, it's kind of going to freak some people out because like Google, why are you hosting this stuff? I thought you I thought you weren't doing content, but like Time didn't know like what to do with it, and Google kind of thought it'd be cool to have like pictures of the first you know footprint on the moon. So these images are going to be out there. Um, and um, you can buy the images absurdly for framed pictures. Um, so, like, if you want to just use the images because you want to use them on your website, uh, you, you can't do that. Although, you are able to use the images for personal research purposes, they say. So, that, unfortunately, sorry, I'm tired. I don't mean to yawn. I just won't be boring myself. But they, they say, like, in their press release that, that these are available for personal research purposes. So that sounds cool, like you could use them for school and stuff like that, maybe. But then they don't actually define it on the website itself. You go to the fact page, and it didn't explain what business personal is. They have all the photos of copyright symbols on it, so you don't think that you can actually use them. Um, you know, and then they say you actually wanted to buy the image to use on your website, which might be kind of cool. There's no contact information on how to do that, so that, that part's kind of lame. Wasn't that that would be that. make it difficult, I suppose. Maybe they don't want our money. Yeah. Yeah, they probably don't. They don't know how to take it. Now, Google rolled out, which I thought this was really good, uh, the SEO Starter Guide. It's a 22-page PDF that explains basic tips on how to do page titles, meta description tag, URL structure, doing uh, no-follow if you want to, website promotion, web after tools. And um, I thought what I read through it all was really good, well-written advice. I mean, I liked it so much, I thought this is the kind of thing I'd hand out to somebody who's trying to understand how to get started. I mean, to me, you're a beginner. You want to start out with the very basic stuff, get the foundations that are built out, and then you can decide if you want to go on and learn more stuff about SEO. This is all good stuff, I thought. Some people didn't seem to agree. I thought some people were like, Google's trying to like influence SEO, or Google shouldn't be getting into that. I don't know. Well, yeah, they're trying to influence SEO. That's what they do. <laughs> what was you, did you get a chance to read through it? Did you have a take on it? No. I'm sorry. I'm so unprepared. If I'd known I was going to get quizzed, I would have done some homework. No, it wasn't quizzed. There's, there's no right or wrong answers. You may have seen it. You may not have seen it. There's other things that go along. So I, I was just curious if you had seen it. Um, no, I was at so, uh, yeah, week. People can, can download it. They can, they can think about it themselves. I think some people were kind of upset that they were rec- talking about what nofollow was about because, you know, you should never talk about nofollow. Um, that, that just gets people upset. No, no follow is almost like politics these days, isn't it? I mean, it's like, you know, a religion. 
you, you don't want to ask people like where they stand on no fall. We just won't talk about it. Just kind of ignore it. Yeah, people, I don't know, people are getting awfully testy about a lot of things. You know, and I think the election season had something to do with that. It's like we all get polarized, oh. and then everybody's got to be adversarial all the time. And I, I'm, I'm hoping now that the election's over, we can all, everything can go back to everybody gets along and hugs, and we can talk about whatever we want and have a free-flowing forum for ideas, and well, nobody gets to know that. I totally agree with you. I feel like I've been, you know, I just feel like, Lately, like the past week or so, suddenly it's like it, that sort of thing. I now, was that a sound effect or was that you? Cat bounce That was just me. I have that ability <laughs> to uh, sound incredibly like a cat. That's just, it's just me. <laughs> that is a. I, I probably issue. tricked you. You you probably thought I was a. Uh, you probably thought I was a, a cat. I know. It's kind of scary. How did he get that cat? He doesn't even have a cat. And I did. So anyway, um, a couple uh, a couple more things, and then we're almost done here. Um, over in Argentina, oh, here this is embarrassing. Um, Google has transit, right? The thing that lets you plan your uh, transit where you're going on public transportation. So they... Um, they uh, they they have this system, and they're trying to get people to use it. And then the problem is that um, it turned out that they were advertising on the New York subway, and then the map that they used, uh, the the route that they suggested, uh, it doesn't actually work. So it was like you, know, you couldn't actually do that sort of thing, which is kind of embarrassing, you know. Well, how, how did that it, even happen? Did someone not check, or it probably didn't check. You know, it's like wow. some creative person. Someone, like, well, we're gonna run an ad. Let's go do that. So then they don't even, they don't even know. So that was kind of, kind of sad. I felt, felt sorry about that. Um, and then uh, over in Argentina, really weird. Apparently, uh, it's very easy to get the search result censored down there. You, there in particular, there's one lawyer who's filing all these uh, requests to get Google and Yahoo to pull stuff down. And if you try to search for, say, Maradona who's a big footballer, soccer guy in Argentina, right? Um, you get no results at Yahoo Argentina because they just don't want to be sued. So, you know, the idea is that if you're listing any information that's sort of like negative about them, potentially you as a search engine are liable, which is opposite of um, kind of the way things work in the U.S. where you have these safe harbor provisions where it's, hey, dude, we're just listing this stuff. We're not necessarily endorsing it. So, um, so yeah, kind of... Kind of weird, big big censorship brouhaha going on. That is odd. I mean, I, at least I know here the way the safe harbor law, at least my understanding of it, was that the second you did start censoring things, then you became liable for everything because exactly. you've exercised some editorial control. And as long as you just stay totally hands off, you're golden. Right. Well, I mean, Argentina. I mean, I don't know. They're acting like they're a whole different country from the U.S. or something. But you know, we'll we'll get on that. Obama will take care of it. Where do they get? Yeah. What, what's up with that? <laughs> Who told them the they attitude? could do that? It's like they don't even speak English. <laughs> How rude! I don't know. And like the flag doesn't even have any. You know, it's not even the stars and stripes. Oh well. Anyway, hey, this is uh, this is this cracks me up. This really does. This is so predictable. It's so, so annoying. Um, so if you go to com, um, Jeeves is on the page. 
like the Act G's guy that they got rid of, you know, like back in 2006. And even at the time, a lot of people were like joking that he was going to come back, like you're going to pull him back or whatever. Now he comes back. And so now Ask is saying, oh, oh, it's an Easter egg. Uh, The image will disappear once the user exits your browser. It's a nice surprise for those users who still look for him. We've gotten positive feedback from some of our users who've experienced it. Um, Yeah, I suppose. Um, I don't believe that. I'm going to test it right now live. I've got to fire up yet another browser because I don't want to show my browsers where I'm reading the stuff and everything like that. And I don't want to show the chat room either, right? Uh, Can you see it if you go to Act Jeeves? He's right there. I I was very sad when they got rid of him because I I like. Jim. Well, he he he's back. Um, you know what's funny? Because my wife said the same thing last night. She was like, "I really kind of like Jeeves. I know it's stupid, but I kind of like him being there." And I don't know. I thought maybe I don't know if it's a woman thing or maybe it's just a, a personalization thing. Like he's an actual human being. You kind of feel nice that he's there. Uh, but yeah, I I have no doubt. No doubt in my mind, he's going to come back. Now, I fired up Safari, then I went to actjeeves.com, and he was there, and I turned it off. I'm going back to actjeeves. There he is again. He's supposed to disappear, but he doesn't disappear. And I don't think he is going to disappear. Let me fire I think up you're going to keep seeing him all the time. Oh, and then once you go to act.com, he's there as well once you see him. And then if you leave act.com, then if you go back... This is good. We're just sorry, sorry, everybody. We're just debugging a few things. So now, if I go to ask.com directly, oh, he's totally there. This is this is. Oh, now I'm getting angry. Now I'm getting angry. Hang on here. I'm firing up Chrome. Get my fourth browser here. Just oh, I already checked in Chrome. He's there. He's totally there. But you went to ask keys first, right? Things. Now I'm going, I'm just going to go straight to ask. I'm not going to ask Jeeves, and I'm going there without us ever having been polluted by askjeeves.com. Here we go. Going to ask. Loading, 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 loading. No, so he's not there. So if you go to ask Jeeves, then if you go to askjeeves.com, then you go to ask. After that, he's going to be sticking around. And he's going to be sticking around for as long as you keep loading that browser. It's not just like he disappears on a one-time thing. He's he's so back. He's so back. All right, all right. Let's leave. Uh, let's leave off with one thing. Thanksgiving next week being Thanksgiving, uh, and since I've worked so hard with doing the shows for the past um, well hour, uh, we won't be doing a show for Thanksgiving. So, yeah. So, uh, and hopefully everybody's going to be taken off anyway. Uh, Matt McGee did a really nice thing. He did uh, a Thanksgiving search marketing, a, thanks, a small business search marketing Thanksgiving from A to Z, or um, A to Z as my children would still call it, although they're starting to lose that, thank goodness. Um, anyway, uh, so this is kind of funny. He's got nice things here. He's like, A is for analytics. Here's something new to me. You know, saying, isn't it great that we have analytics that are out there? Bees or blogs are great things for small businesses. Uh, education, search engine land, search engine watch, search engine guide, lots of other places you can go out there and get information. Uh, M for Matt Cuts, because you might not like his policies, but credit where he's due. He offers a direct window into Google's anti-spam search quality efforts. Um, Webmaster Central for W, that you get great tools and good information that's out there. Um, Y for Yahoo Site Explorer, that you're getting the best uh, you know, public link stuff that's out there. So it's a really nice roundup of things. And that's it. That's all she wrote? 
that's all she wrote. And I'm so glad that you like saw my 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 synthetic Twitter that I have no co-host, we have no show because you 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 single-handedly come and save the show. We might not have had one for a couple I, weeks. So thank you. I, so I much. literally just sat. I had just sat down at my computer. I, I refreshed Twitter. I went, oh, well, I'm here. <laughs> I can help. Well, it was really great to have you here. Well, thank you for having me. I'm. Sorry, I wasn't more prepared. Otherwise, I, I would have done some homework and, you know, like had intelligent things to say. <laughs> so is this the part of the uh, of the show where we do the wrap-up? No, we don't even have a wrap-up. We just go off and we're done. Oh, well, according to the script, it says, uh, this has been the Searchcast for Thursday, November 20th. Thanks for joining us and make it a great day. <laughs> the Daily Searchcast is produced and sponsored by WebmasterRadio.fm, the destination for education and entertainment. Looking to boost your competitive edge, your bottom line, network with your peers? Keep it right here on WebmasterRadio.fm. Listen live or on demand to our award-winning lineup of shows anytime, hosted by the most respected names in the Internet world. SEO 101 on WebmasterRadio.fm, search engine optimization for beginners. Listen for new episodes every Wednesday and Thursday, 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel. Putting you in the front row with unprecedented access to everyone you need to know. Log on to WebmasterRadio.fm now.